The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Thanks, G. That's actually my favorite workout song right there. I think you're uh, well aware of that. <laughs> Jay Lynn and I take it a personal day today. Kelsey Campbell filling in. I'm going to have the word of the day for you to win that trip to uh, Playa Mujeres, Mexico. I'll have that at about 420. And it turns out I've got two sets of tickets because we didn't have a show on Monday um, to uh, Broadway across Canada's The Sound of Music. So I'll do all of that today. Kelsey Campbell, how are you? Good. I'm sure you've heard the uh, fiasco that was uh, girls just want to have fun. What do you mean? Well, I'm an old guy, and so sometimes technology is just slightly out of my reach. And I like to think of myself as being up on these things, but, you know, occasionally. It's like my dad. My dad could do a hostile takeover of IBM in his sleep, but could not figure out how the slot in the mailbox worked. Like, it was just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just We've one all of those been things. there. Right. So with me, it was uh, somebody bought me, because I was going to start working out a few years ago, and I did. Uh, but they bought me uh, something. What's the, what are those things called, uh, you know, that play music? An iPad? iPod? Sure. iPod, sure. Okay. So I had plugged it in, and... Um, I was listening to it, and this is on my set list, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, but it was really hard to hear. These little earbuds, which I don't like, by the way. So I had it cranked right up, and I could still just barely hear it, but it was like, ah, whatever. So now I'm singing away to it. Now, it turns out the reason I could barely hear it is because uh, that little uh, thing wasn't plugged in all the way, the little pin. Yep. So it was actually just playing. And the reason I couldn't hear it fully is because my ears were covered with earbuds, but everyone else could. It's blasting. Right. So I'm just on a treadmill singing along to girls just want to have fun um, while everybody in the gym looked at me. I love I love the irony of this. I've learned to working out. I used to listen to like country music or some Michael Bublé. Doesn't do the trick. So now I listen to like death metal and it pumps you right up. Sure. So I would just love to see you and I side by side running on the treadmill. You're listening Two girls just want to have fun. I'm going to tell you right now that's never going to happen, but well, sure. Well, I'm listening, too. <laughs> <laughs> See, but the idea is nobody's supposed to know what you're listening. Like, I have just this ear-to-ear smile on my face, and people are looking at me, and I'm thinking, oh, man, look at it. Everybody's pretty proud of what I'm doing over here. But, nope, they're mocking me. Uh, hey, how was the big meeting today? Did you go? Yeah, it was good. We had Chinese food. I heard that. I didn't see you there. You probably couldn't see me where I was sitting, though. Yeah, it's because you didn't come. That's you, not true. You came... Uh, quite late. I was uh, sitting in my office at home, so <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you weren't able to see me. There is another one tomorrow. I'm going to that one. Okay, good. Yeah. And had I known Jay, uh, I hadn't thought of it. I knew Jay wasn't going to be here today, yes. so I would have represented the afternoon news at that uh, at that meeting, but I forgot about that. Right. Yeah, So, but I'll come tomorrow, and Jay will be back, so everything's going to be good. So listen, I uh, don't know where you'd like to start, but I'll tell you where I'd like to start. Let's do that then. Okay, so yesterday was, of course, our first day back, and kids were in school, and, and by the way, could I ask you this? Did you, you don't have kids. You have nieces and nephews, though? I do. Did you see lots of pictures posted of first day of school? Because <laughs> it was upsetting people. 
I know it was upsetting people. And how many posts I saw with people asking, anyone have any idea when the first day of school is? <laughs> Because, but a lot of people were on there getting very defensive, saying, wait till you have kids. Mm-hmm. The first day of school ends up being a very special time. And now with social media, you can do the throwback of when the first day of kindergarten right. versus first day of grade oh, 12. Yeah. And it's so special. It is. I actually loved it. I had no issue with it, but it was amazing. I had, what, 600 posts of children. Really? Like, their lunch bags. See, I don't really, um, I'm not that engaged with social media, but, uh, and again, I don't want to sound like the old guy here, but you're only following people who you care to follow, right? So I would assume that you're following people who you have at least a passing interest in what's going on in their lives. And and first day of school for ch- their children would be a pretty significant item, yes. right? So I don't really understand. And, and even if you're not interested in what the children are doing or looking at their pictures, then just don't look at it. Like, just keep flick into the next post. Like I don't I didn't people were getting irate and a couple of people actually emailed me to say here's a link to a string look at this and I would see people I don't know but I'm assuming the people who follow them do and and just it was getting out of hand like they were angry that you're cl- stop cluttering my news feed with you know well don't look I I didn't get it What I just don't know what you expect on the first day of school. Just like when Valentine's rolls around, mm. if you hate the idea of love and couples kissing and couples looking happy together, don't go on Facebook, sure. the internet. Don't look outside. Just, yeah. just don't. And, and yet, how many times have you heard in your uh, in your position as producer of the uh, Ryan Jesperson show, that's what you do, Mm-hmm. How many times have you heard, or has Ryan received a text, or, or have we in the afternoon, or has our news department, or anybody who tells you what's going on in the world, uh, uh, you know, what's with all the bad news? How about some happy news? How about a nice story? Well, my kids going to school is a pretty nice story. Now, I didn't post anything like that because... Man, this is not where we were starting. No, now, no, no. But now I feel like we're getting into something. Okay. And I, I, I do want people's feedback on this. What do you really want? Because... <laughs> Because I'm always amazed when we talk about the hard-hitting stories of the day. You know, mm-hmm. there's Hurricane Irma. Um, we, we're dealing with the, the impact of Harvey. We have political mayhem going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about the big stories, and then we'll do one feel-good story like, oh, did you see the, the father and daughter taking pictures walking to school? And it's like, oh! People lose their minds. Slow news day. Yeah, oh, yeah. Or it's, can't we ever just talk about something nice? Right. And so I just, I think that's the challenge when everyone says slow news day, when I know so many people who tell me they don't watch the six o'clock news anymore. Because it's it, all bad because, news. Yeah, they feel yep. like they're just starting, they get home from work, they're stressed, they're tired, and then it's just destruction and despair. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, uh, Kelsey Campbell. Tell me, Andrew Gross. Uh, as a comedian, and yes, I am a comedian. <laughs> who, who knew? Uh, I find it really hacky. So that's the other thing. I find it really hacky for anyone to send a text to anyone that says slow news day. That is so unoriginal, so hacky. At least reword it because you're trying to be funny, right? Like That's a joke. So it must be a slow news day. That's why you're talking about it. So if you're going to do a joke, don't do a 50-year-old joke. Come up with your own joke or come up with new words. Like, is there nothing more important to talk about? That would be not a joke, but it would be more to the point of what you're trying to say. So just, I just roll my eyes when I see those. Slow news day? Yeah. I, and I usually text back, slow troll day. <laughs> right? Like, that's the most you have to do today is text a radio station and say that you don't like the topic. Again, I kind of like that we're already just spiraling out of control. Yeah, no kidding. But, but completely unrelated, same idea. Okay. Is I have a cousin who is seven foot two. 
and everyone calls him. No, it's, okay. it's just a matter of if ever I go to, we go out, he hates going out to the bar because guys like to fight him because he's the biggest guy in the bar and girls don't <laughs> want to dance with him because he's so tall and they don't know how to dance with a tall guy. So he hates going anyway, but when I've now seen it personally, we'll go out to the bar. How's the weather up and, there? No, the first thing people say is, do you play basketball? Oh, uh, yeah. And he's like... I don't know. Do you play mini golf? Like, and I love that comeback because, like, <laughs> do you play mini golf? Do you play mini yeah, golf? That's pretty good. I love it. Now, here's an odd one for you. We are way off where I'm, <laughs> and I don't even know how to drag us back there. We'll probably have we'll to take there. the break we'll and then come there. back. So, Maddie's uh, been dating a boy down in uh, Calgary, who he she's starting to get relatively serious about. He's tall and he's black, and. The first time I met him, and Maddie, you know, all children worry, especially when I'm their father, what's going to come out of my mouth, right? What am I going to say to embarrass no, them? No, I don't think all children, all parents. I think especially Just with you. my children. Yes. Okay, that, well, that's fair. I'll, I'll own that. So I ask him, do you play basketball? He's tall. He's, so I say, do you play basketball? And they both sort of reacted at the same time, <laughs> but they both thought I asked for different reasons. Um, one, you know, because he's black or because he's tall. Like, he, I can't remember which one was offended by which or which. Um, but no, because he was wearing a basketball jersey. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, it was like that. It didn't look like the, it looked like, like a I was just hoping basketball I jersey. tickets to a basketball game. Right. Like, no, I'm just trying to make conversation with the guy. <laughs> oh, do you play basketball? Because it wasn't, and it wasn't a famous, like, you know, NBA basketball team. It was like a college in Calgary. So, and I know he attends there. So I assume I'm just trying to make conversation here. You can't win, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, that's a fact. That's life. Yeah. Man, <laughs> talk about a slow news day. All right. Now, listen, we should probably get to a break. Here's what I want to talk about. And, and this, I don't. Who cares? We'll have to get a flow chart and figure out how we got here, but we're going back. <laughs> so yesterday I was talking about, oh, that's how we got here. Yesterday I was talking about, we were all talking about going back to school. And I mentioned that, you know, well, the college and university is back in school as well. And it's interesting because do you remember a few years ago, and we took care of this uh, topic uh, when it was Dan and I, and you were the producer of that little show in the morning, remember that? And U of A had hit some funding problems, and as a result, they were canceling classes. And the headline was sort of like, 52 classes canceled from whatever the number was. And so I did my due diligence to see what classes, and you'd, you're like, oh, I hope they didn't cancel math. <laughs> right? Or English. But no, it we, was like... And it was never going to be the big core class. It was the history of Zimbabwe and, you know... Which is very important. For sure. Poetry for, you know, pottery makers or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, okay, nobody who, nobody's even taking those classes. So today I found out uh, somebody's gone to the trouble of looking at all the universities across Canada, uh, ours included, and at the courses that are offered, still offered, that you would be shocked, I guess, I hope... Um, are being offered at a university level. And I've got a list of them, and they're hilarious. But to be honest with you, as I read them, I'm kind of like, well, I would totally take that course. And then others, not. But my question will be, we'll have a little fun with what the courses are. That's mm -hmm. my thought. But also, my question is, should these kind of courses be offered at a university? Or should these be, is there a point to offering, I'll give you one of them, Beyonce. Yeah. The University of Victoria offers a course in Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my question is, should we be, should any university that's constantly asking for more money and tuition, constantly asking for help from the government, constantly asking their oh, graduates... This isn't a funding argument. I'm just saying... We'll get there. Okay. 
should they be holding a class in Beyonce? And should you be getting a credit for taking a class in Beyonce Absolutely. towards your university degree? Someone needs to teach me how to shake it. <laughs> Not, again, what I thought you'd say to that, but I'll take it. So let's, let's do the break. When we come back, we'll start hitting some of these courses. And welcome back to the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News. On this uh, hump day, we've made it halfway through the week. What, How glorious it is not only to get a, a day off on Monday, but then to have a short work week. Hey, it's like two holidays. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we were, we were talking about <laughs> we were talking about university <laughs> courses that are being offered, currently being offered. Some are being withdrawn, but um, we have a list. It's quite something. Uh, but over on our texting line at 6.30, 6.30, uh, got this. Some of the BS courses my uh, girlfriend has to take for her psych are ridiculous and pointless to the career. Uh, and another saying there are a lot of stupid courses. They just have them there to fill students' agendas to justify the course requirements. It is true. So you've been in university more recently than I. Yes. Okay, so I was not offered these sort of courses. If I wanted to, um, well, I had to fill, uh, you know, whatever the requirement was for credits. I would have to fill it outside of my um, main area of study, but it would have to be from a discipline like I would have to take a literature course or I would have uh -huh. to take, you know, sociology, psychology, um, possibly even geology, but something. Mm -hmm. But it never was I offered Beyonce. Of course, she might not have been born when I was in university, but still. Did you take courses like this? Um, the options were there. The only thing I'll tell you is it's true. They want you to branch out so you don't just specialize. So I have a journalism degree. Okay. And I, there, I had a lot of journalism classes. I had a lot of English classes. I minored in both political science and English. Mm. And still on top of that, you have to take other courses. So I remember taking Geography 306. And I swear to this day... Geography 306? Geography. Geography. Okay. And 306 means like it's a third level class. Yes. Like normally you would take 100, a 200, and then a 300. But I needed a 300 course in something that wasn't one of my main disciplines. And I bombed it so badly. And to this day, I don't think the professor knew what he was talking about. Uh, I'm not a familiar uh, with the vernacular of the uh, new generation. So I bombed that is bad? Oh, so bad. Okay. And then I tried to complain and say that he didn't show up for classes and they're like, oh yeah, well the professor doesn't always have to show up. They're entitled <laughs> to sick days. I'm like, dude, I have no idea what I've learned this semester. What do these guys think? They're in radio? <laughs> hey, Cher wants to talk to us. Hey, Cher. Hi. Hi, how are Hi. you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, thank you. Good. Um, I was just saying to uh, the lady that answered the phone. That's G. My son, <laughs> my son actually took a course in Lego Robotics at U of A. You can't be serious. Wait a minute. I'm Lego Robotics. Serious. That's a step above Lego, though. Mm -hmm. I know, right? There's some moving parts. <laughs> yeah. Lego yep. Robotics. Lego Robotics. Not even kidding. Let me ask you this, Cher. <laughs> if you really aced Lego Robotics... What's your career path look like? Like, where does it go from... Engineering. He must be an engineer. Well, no, actually. He got a degree in uh, teaching, but he actually works for TELUS. <laughs> he works for... Okay. <laughs> really, eh? Well, I guess. How long ago was that, Cher? Uh, that would have been probably... The course was probably about four years ago, five years ago. 
Hmm. Because, you know, I'm just thinking, now that I think it through, if you've ever gotten one of those Lego packages, now not robotic, but you want, you know, like whatever, a starship or whatever, oh. right? Or a, oh, yeah. And it comes yeah. with those instructions that are in all languages. So, in other words, they're uh -huh. in no languages, right? You actually feel like you need a degree to put these things together. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no way I can help with that. That's actually, they could rename uh, Lego Robotics to uh, Parenting 101 or Raising <laughs> Small Children 102, something like that. This, this that is, is where it would come in helpful. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, All right, thanks, Cher. All right, appreciate You're the call. Have a good one. You too. Lego Robotics, really, that might beat anything I have down here. Dalhousie University, and that's... Uh, where I graduated from in Halifax, they offered the art and science of hand drumming. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually awesome. You know what's actually <laughs> even more awesome is that, and I'm not going to do it for everyone, but of course they don't. They can't just offer a course without offering an explanation of what the course is. So this, you know, I don't know how they do it these days. We used to get a big encyclopedia full of descriptions. It's probably all online now. So the art and science of hand drawing. In this course, students learn about the art and science of music using hands. Not only do they get history of the instrument, but <laughs> what? But the course also looks at cultural context and rhythmic structure. A large portion of the class will be practical, so in other words, you'll be drumming, and students will learn how to play these drums. And yes, you are required to bring an approval, approved hand drum to each class. Oh, that's going to put the bill up. Huh. How about this one? General, what is that? University of Saskatchewan. Apiculture? Sure. Apiculture. The course is all about bees. Oh, okay. Students will learn the science and practice of beekeeping. See, the, see, this is good. That is gr a beekeeping course. Yeah, and we're starting to move into urban beekeeping. This is a thing, and it's a good way to. It's if you're if you're thoughtful about gardening and being self-sustainable and growing your own foods. Helping with the bee population, mm. having honey that you can use, I think this is actually a beneficial. That's one of those things that that's a good hands-on course that can actually help you in real life. You know, Kelsey, I always appreciate it when you fill in for Jay. And as soon as I know she's not going to be here, you're the first call I make. And and so I go into it very grateful that you're here. And I truly am grateful And are you angry here. with me right no, now? No, but, but I have a hard time anytime you speak not disagreeing. <laughs> and I, I, I don't, I can't get around it. it, it let me ask you a question. Is tying your shoes a pretty good skill to have? Well, yes. So should it be, therefore, a university course? Well, no. Very different. Are we learning how to beekeep when we're two years old, four years old? All right. Well, I'll come up with a better example. But still, <laughs> just because it's valuable information doesn't mean it's a university-level course. Like a beekeeping course would be this something... This is such an empty argument. That, oh, it, it is oh just because it has value in our future, why would we teach that? Uh, how about this one, also from my Dalhousie University, How to Win an Argument? I think that used to be called debate class. You know what? I think I might sign up for this one online. This course insists... <laughs> you need the help. <laughs> you will never lose an argument again using logic and deduction. Yeah, well, clearly they have never spoken to you. Um, <laughs> students learn how to produce convincing arguments and use reason. See, what you need, that's like a Taekwondo course or a karate class. Sure, you'll win the fight as long as the person you're battling with is also trying Taekwondo or karate, but you can't use logic hey, and reason on a person who doesn't use it themselves. Mayweather and McGregor have shown that it's a different time. Okay, totally fair. Uh, witchcraft, magic, and occult traditions offered by the University of Ottawa. Wow, I started beekeeping this year. I got 200 pounds of honey from two hives. Okay, but still, it should That's be a like text an adult. 
what do they call those programs that you can sign up for? You know, the adult whatever program? Oh, you, yes. You're using that technical winning an I, argument I've strategy never, again. I've never signed up for one, but you know those those adult programs that you can sign up for at a university college. On how to be an adult. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, we're going to regroup a little bit. Um, we need to take our news break. When we come back, we'll run through the rest of these. And uh, then I want to talk about uh, whether or not students should negotiate their own grade. So, you know the way it works uh, on this show, Kelsey Campbell, is we let the listener dictate the direction of the show, which is often really good because uh, a lot of times the people in here aren't doing that. So, Well, speak for yourself. I am. Uh, (laughs) But a lot of people are starting to suggest courses that they took in university or that they are aware of being offered in university, and some of them are pretty funny. So as we go through the rest of this list, there's not many left. Um, Perhaps you could join in at 630-630 or give us a call at 496-0063 and tell me about a course that you know to be true that you took or your son, daughter took or you heard like this one. There used to be a religion course at the U of A called Star Trek, The Next Generation, in which they watched episodes and then discussed the moral of the story. I like it. You get a credit for that. I was trying to, uh, I was asking, and again, thank you to our listeners for answering. What are those adult courses called? They're called continuing education courses. Thank you very much. Uh, U of A also offers a course on clowning. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I heard. Are you serious right now? I actually read an interesting story today. Okay. Um, What is it? The second it is coming out. Yeah. About the clown, and the there apparently there is a world association of clowns. Yes. And the president of it is really choked with the movie It because... We actually did the story on uh, yeah. uh, here on new, Afternoon News oh, because perfect. clowns are losing employment as a result of Well, it. I think they've been unemployed for a long time now. No. Has there ever been a like a high time for clowns? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do the joke again because it got such a bad pushback last time. Um, I'll tell you off air. Okay. Just don't want to get our listeners all uh, wound up again. No, I think clowns are still quite popular, aren't they? Mm. Well, the University of Alberta offers a course in it, so I would assume there's some kind of future. See, I think I think I like clowning, I, and I think even how to win an argument, again, I think is just another way to say debate class. Clowning is kind of like improv, I imagine, how to be expressive and how to be funny. And I think all of those things are practical life goals, skills to have. Okay, well, why not do this then? I'll compromise with you because, again, and I don't want this to be above funding, but it is uh, in some ways because universities are always asking for more money, whether it's directly from the students, from graduates, or from government. Why not at least make it more efficient and offer courses in winning an argument with a clown? Like, so, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, combine those knowledges. Okay, but these classes, you're paying per class. So yeah. that one course, if I took clowning, it w- would be $600 out of my pocket, and mm-hmm. I'm paying for that course. Mm-hmm. So the funding argument feels empty to me because that's not what they're asking for the funding for. Okay. How about this? Popular Potter. And every time I read this, I thought... Wow, a pottery class? But no, it's offered at the Waterloo University, University of Waterloo. Um, Popular pot. It's about Harry Potter novels. The course takes things further by looking at the book's genre and how they fit into our current literary culture. You know, I'm doing my best to defend these classes. Why? This one's tough. Oh, good. This one, I don't know what to say. Just read the book. Yeah, you can read the book. Read the book, go to a book club. But also, if you're older than eight years old, it's really hard to start. I tried to go read them once I was out of high school. And in the first book, it's written for an eight-year-old. So it's really poorly written. (laughs) 
Uh, you yeah, lost me at read the book. Uh, rumor has it gossip, gossip as social, political, and social engagement offered at the university, uh, Western University in London, Ontario. How about archaeological frauds and mysteries? Archaeological, that's offered at Memorial University in Newfoundland, or as they like to say, Memorial University in Newfoundland. Archaeology, <laughs> archaeological, I can't even, okay. But that's probably good for people who are taking archaeology. Sure, that one kind of makes sense. And then it's just kind of fun, and it's a nice, you can go in there, and you're going to laugh, you're going to talk about Bigfoot, you're going to talk about aliens, which is either fun or terrifying once you really study it and realize they're watching us. I guess that's true. Uh, how about... Uh, Probability and Games of Chance, uh, also known as Poker 101. Didn't do, you learn that in the dorm? Do they not? What's it called? Uh, card counting. Do they teach that? Uh, let's because find out. That would be great for Vegas. You don't have to be uh, in a casino for this course. Poker 101 looks at probability theory. Okay, so it's a stat, not a stats course, probability course. Game theory and the mathematical side of games of chance. Digging into societal, societal aspects of gaming, the course is taught through poker games like Texas Hold'em. Okay, here's the thing. Forget funding then. If I'm just a parent who's funding, mm -hmm. if I'm just the one paying for my university, my kids' university education, they bring home a transcript and I ask them, how you doing? They say, well, I'm nailing poker 101. Uh, we're having a conversation. Gothic horror offered by Ryerson University. That You're was my university. Oh, yeah, it's uh, very big in uh, journalism, that university. That's Goth right. Gothic horror. Well, that's why you went. Um, yeah, I had a buddy who took this course. Um, it's a film course, and he w he had got a bachelor's degree in film and this was one of the classes he took um and then another one that ryerson offered less goofy and actually really beneficial to understanding history i took a history uh, class called espionage in the 20th century and it was my favorite course it was so essay intensive but it was fascinating it was getting to talk about the early time when um m what was m5 m M4 and M5, M5 and M6 in, sure. in London when CSIS and the CIA were just starting and some of the crazy ways that they, they tried to kill Fidel Castro and Cuba and like them putting so it's kind of a history course. Yeah, it's a okay. but it's all on espionage and the start of spies. And what was really cool is my professor was formerly an agent for CSIS. So he got to speak from some real experience. Well, that's of, pretty cool. Of the very humble, ridiculous beginnings of how our spies actually worked and the silly mistakes that they made. Maybe I'm not giving these courses enough credit. Life Beyond Earth by York University, the movie soundtrack at Concordia, Introduction to Wine at UBC, Life, Death, and What's the Meaning, offered at Queen's University, Dance Psychology at the University of Calgary, Dance Psychology. The class looks at how dance can impact things like perception, memory, and learning. I've also been told families that sing and dance in the house mean happier children growing up stronger, better memory for their brains and a happier life going up. They have a more positive outlook. So this is just teaching you how to be better in life. How about this? Did you ever take this one? It was offered at the University of Windsor. Is that anywhere near Ryerson? Well, it's in, in Ontario. Ontario. <laughs> uh, gal pals, women and friendship. I didn't because I was born naturally with a, <laughs> yes. a love of my gal pals. That's what everyone says about you. Over to our texting page. Uh, Oh, and people are taking exception. Uh, no, no. For every dollar the student pays, the provincial government subsidizes the student's course. That's why it is reprehensible that professors are allowed to offer courses like these on the taxpayer dollar. 
And uh, John wants to know, how do you examine and grade these goofy courses? Good question. And uh, this texter, students only pay a portion of the cost for tuition. The government subsidizes the rest. Our money going to a clown class is no laughing matter. And this Andrew, one... Andrew, you've got to deliver that better. That was a funny line. Was it? Yeah. There's no laughing matter. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. Uh, and this one, the only thing worse than clown than the clown in course would be comedy taught by Andrew Gross. Mm, amen. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that guy could actually use a comedy course because an insult is the lowest common denominator in comedy. It's the easiest thing to do. And yet you insult me all the time. I know. Because I like going to the lowest common denominator and you seem to enjoy it. No, I wouldn't say that. Okay, I like to think of me as challenging you, not insulting you. Uh, let's take this break, get it out of the way, G, and when we come back, we'll talk about negotiating your grade. This was your study music? Yeah. What is it? Well, somebody texted in. We were talking about the things that make for a happy life, mm -hmm. better memory, but better studying. Someone said music should be mandatory in public schools mm -hmm. from K to 12. And this was my study song. It's called Kisses and Cake. It's from the movie soundtrack, P.S. I Love You. And the best part is there, I realized that when I always have to listen to music while I'm studying and reading and writing essays, but the words would start, I would start writing some of the lyrics and it interrupted my thought. So now I just, I would put this on loop and I would listen to Kisses and Cake. It's calming, but it doesn't make you sleepy and it's not distracting. Wow. There's, have, there's, it, there is an art to studying. There is an art to studying and I had to learn it. I never studied in high school. Then I got to university and realized you couldn't, you couldn't do it that way. You had to actually study. Mm -hmm. It was, and you know that somebody had suggested and that ties into it. Um, how about courses on life skills, such as managing your financing, uh, finances, what to do in the case of a car accident, parenting, or in other words, practical, realistic training that applies to everyone without a career goal. We have left this with parents and others to teach our youth who them, they themselves may not have those skills. I agree with that, and it kind of ties into what I was going to say. I, I believe those courses should be offered or should be mandatory in high school, honestly, because not everybody goes on to... Uh, college, a uh, trade school, or university, and they are really important life skills. But I would suggest that uh, students who are anticipating going on to um, university have it mandatory that they complete a studies course that just teaches them how to manage their time, their studies, um, how to best absorb lectures, just get them ready. Peppermint. Yeah, what's that? Peppermint helps you remember things and keeps you alert. So that's why they often say chewing on gum helps you in a test. It's actually pepper. It's the peppermint in the gum really? that helps you stay more alert. It's brightening, and that's why there's often peppermint scents when you go into like a casino or into a store. It it makes you more alert and ready to go. Is that a fact? It is. Well, so that's a great study tip that most people don't know about. Uh, you know what? And the first study tip we've ever given on this show. So congratulations, Kelsey Campbell. <laughs> well you. done. Maybe I can make it like a daily thing. Sure. Where music, I come in with one study right. tip. Music with no uh, lyrics and mm -hmm. peppermint. Yeah. Um, if you're going to do it on a daily <laughs> basis, uh, could we frame it up a little bit uh, better than you just blurting out peppermint? Because you, <laughs> you just scared the heck out of me there. I'm talking about preparing our kids for university and you said peppermint. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened there. See, didn't you feel more alert? I, I actually do feel wide awake right now. So, <laughs> yeah, I totally get that. Um, so I mentioned this a couple of times. So there's a course offered at a high school. Well, I guess this would be junior high. Some grade nine students. It's at an Ontario high school in uh, 
Caledon, 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 Ontario. Um, and what they're trying is, it's, it's a sort of a you know, pilot project. At the end of the semester, students sit down with their teacher. Um, they evaluate their coursework and they go over feedback to show how they implemented uh, their assignments, how they studied, their attendance, all that kind of stuff. Then the teacher and the student negotiate what they believe to be a fair mark for the effort that they've put in that term. Um, and now, if they can't agree on what the mark should be, um, the teacher will have a final say, but there is an appeals process uh, that the student can uh, contest the mark given if they feel that it was unfairly given or doesn't fairly represent the effort that they put in. Now, some experts say they love the idea, saying it, it allows kids to focus on learning rather than worrying about grades. So, in other words, you're not getting, you're not doing a test and getting a grade, doing an assignment, getting a grade, handing something in, getting a grade. You're just doing the work as you've been asked to do, um, and then at the end just talking about how well what you learned from it, how how farther along you are as a result of it, um, how focused you were in school. Now, others say, um, while the focus on feedback through the semester is good, assigning a grade should always just be the teacher's responsibility. What do you think? I do not envy the role of professors and teachers. Um, I often wondered, because I went to school in Toronto, it's a hub for minorities as well. And I would go to, I was in English classes, and like I said, a lot of essay intensive courses with people whose English wasn't the first language. Mm. And I wondered how how are they judging? They can't compare me where I grew up in the English language and in a Canadian school system with someone who just moved from China just for their university degree. So are you comparing mine? And if mine is A worthy, does that make theirs a C because they're using more basic language? Wow, you just went a different direction than I thought you would because I I cannot agree if, if I think you're going where I think you're going. The requirement for the course is what the requirement is. And if hampering that is your inability to speak the language in which the course is offered, then that's too bad. But I don't think, I, I think they take everything into consideration. And I think uh, someone, so I think they have So in to, this scenario, they, they would negotiate, a student who had just recently arrived from China would negotiate that, listen, I don't really have a grasp of the English language, so I think... Well, my writing may be poor, but if they can... If they can argue their situation mm -hmm. and say, I know that I, I wasn't using the vocabulary that maybe the other students were, but I understand exactly what you've taught in this curriculum, I could spew it all back to you word for word, then the teacher might say, okay, it didn't come across like you totally grasped it. It's clear to me that you do. You, you just didn't do the best job in explaining yourself. Yeah, I guess. But if you make exception, then so now will that same uh, person be able to sit down with their university professor and say, yeah, no, once again, I didn't quite meet the criteria of this university course, or will they be able, if they go into a trade, will they be able to go to a, a, a housing unit and say, yeah, I didn't quite wire it the way you wanted it wired, <laughs> but, but... Sometimes it'll work. But yeah, like I worked really hard at it. I mean, there comes a point at which you have to be judged on a black and white basis. You and either I, can do I, it or you can't do it. I think it. it's different than building a door properly that it's opening and closing and right. it stays locked compared to ideas and grasping ideas, sure. right? It's, it's different than hands-on. If hands you're on. just coming down to the written word and saying that, listen, I have a hard time communicating the written word or I have a hard time speaking fluently in English but I completely understand the concept... I'm fine with them completely understanding the concept, and perhaps teachers have to make some kind of uh, concession in order to be able to test them, their knowledge fairly, without asking them 
to write it down. But my problem would be, the first thing that came to mind when I heard this, I like the idea at a university level, and I did it myself, in a course called uh, Labor Negotiations, which totally made sense because we were labor and the professor was management. So we negotiated our grade. And we didn't negotiate what we got for the grade, but we negotiated how we would be graded. So that was a, a, a real-time, real-life exercise, right? So it was part of the course. My initial reaction, though, when I thought about this was students, uh, uh, sorry, teachers are so... They have so many things, so many papers to grade and so many essays to read and so many that you're saying now on, on top of all of that, we'd like you to take a moment and sit down with each student. Oh, no, that's why I said I don't envy their position. Right. But as far as the student goes, this is something, another life skill they're teaching about self-advocating. And again, I don't know that that's a bad thing. Mm. I through, through elementary school and middle school, I would go negotiate with my teachers if I didn't get an A in a course and I thought I deserved one. That's what you have a mother for. Uh, we'll take another break. Uh, be right back. All right, we'll take a quick look at news headlines. And when we come back, we've been talking about learning life skills and what should be offered in university, what should be offered. So I thought I'd uh, throw it out there. I have the list of the top 10 Googled how-to questions. In other words, you Googled, how do I this? Uh, I'd like you to text me at 630-630. That's your exercise over the next few things, uh, next few minutes. What are the odd things that you've Googled how-to, and were you able to find the help you were looking for? The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.